is Mrs. Lassiter's list of AP Biology tips. Welcome. If you're tuning in, you're probably one of my AP Bio students, or you're interested in learning more about the AP Biology exam. More review episodes are on their way. We'll talk about FRQ tips, grid-in guidelines, and of course, review the content as we get closer to the AP exam this spring. Whether you're cramming for the exam the month or the week before, or if you're working to prepare way ahead of schedule, using podcasts is a great tool for the full immersion study experience. I like to plug into podcasts while I'm doing some other mundane activity like chores or traveling or driving. Using these when you wouldn't otherwise be studying is like gaining an extra amount of study time. I don't recommend using these as a replacement for our in-class work, our flipped video lectures, or as a replacement for textbook readings. These are meant for the purpose of review. Let's get started. So as you know, the AP Biology exam takes place generally the second week of College Board AP exams. Uh, So this year, of course, it's on that Monday morning. You'll be coming off of a full weekend where you'll be studying and cramming and preparing and hopefully resting a little bit. Let's talk about the format. The AP Biology exam is divided into two sections. It is a three-hour test Section one is 90 minutes. Part A consists of 63 multiple choice questions, and those are going to be about the content you've learned this year, as well as the science practices and the big ideas that you've studied so far in AP Biology. Part B is going to be the grid-in questions that are going to have you integrate math and science together, and you'll answer those in numerical format. In section two, this section is going to have two types of free response questions. You're going to have six short ones and two long ones. We'll talk about the points distribution a little bit later. Students are going to have a total of 80 minutes to complete all the questions. So with that 10-minute reading period, section two is also 90 minutes. Um, There's going to be some quantitative skills, of course, on this section and on section one. So you'll be allowed your calculator and your formula sheet during the entire exam. What's new this year is that in the past, you were only allowed a four-function calculator with a square root. And this year, you can either have a four-function calculator with a square root, a graphing calculator, or a scientific calculator. And this, again, is permitted on both the multiple choice and the free response sections of the AP Bio exam. And again, your formula sheet you'll have access to as well. I really recommend familiarizing yourself with the formula sheet, practicing with it. I tell my students that it's easier to actually perform the problems on the AP exam if they know where all the formulas are on the sheet, as well as what they mean and how to use them. If you waste your time relying on the formula sheet to figure out a certain problem, um, you're going to have less time to do the tougher problems later on on the AP exam. So as far as the exam goes, like we'll be scored on a scale of one to five. We consider three of passing in general. So five is extremely well qualified. Four is well-qualified, three is qualified, two is possibly qualified, and one is no recommendation. There are colleges that accept scores of a three and above for course credit. Some schools like to think of the AP Biology high school course as an equivalent to two semesters of a college course with lab, which could get you out of eight credits at certain universities. The University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill is an example of this if you score a five. Be sure to look up the universities you're interested in applying to and see what their uh, policies are for accepting AP scores in place of course credit, um, because it's interesting to know potentially what you could gain out of this and what goals to set. So you know that the AP Biology curriculum is based on the four big ideas, which we talk about a lot, as well as the seven science practices, which we practice throughout the year. Let's talk a little bit more about the format of the exam, though, as we go through this particular podcast. All right. 
So section one, again, it's divided into two parts, part A and part B. There's no break in between, and you can move from one section of that to the other um, within the entire 90-minute time period. Remember, there's 63 multiple choice and six grid in. In its entirety, section one is worth 50% of your final score, and it is 90 minutes. After those 90 minutes, you'll get a short break. During section two, you'll have the long free response and the short free response questions. The long free response together are worth 25% of your score. The short free response questions are worth 25% of your score. So together, section two is also worth 50% of the entire grade. So it's really important that you focus your full effort on both sections. One is not worth more than the other, and you can't really make up for a poor, poor multiple choice score if you think you're going to do really well in the free response and vice versa. So please make sure you put your best effort to both sections of the exam. Now, during the exam, you'll have to use modeling to explain biological principles. You'll use math to explain concepts. You'll make predictions and justify phenomena based on data or situations that you're exposed to. You'll have to implement and critique experimental design. And of course, you'll have to manipulate and interpret data. Again, this is a three-hour-long exam, so you need to practice sitting down for long study sessions in order to be sure you have the endurance to take this long exam. Um, but again, that second section begins with a 10-minute reading period, and you do have a break in between the two sections. Some really important things about exam day that I like to tell my students, make sure you bring number two pencils and blue or black pens. Those pens are necessary for the free response section. You don't want to be that student who writes the entire free response in pencil and then has to trace over it in blue or black pen in order for their responses to be counted. I knew a student who this happened to once, not in AP Bio, but in another class. And you want to avoid that. Make sure you don't bring your phone the day of the exam. I tell my students to leave it completely off outside the exam room just to be safe because if your phone goes off in the exam room, it can result in a cancellation of your scores, which you do not want. And lastly, remember to breathe on the day of the exam. Um, this will help you relax, help you know, calm your heart rate, but also hopefully it'll help you remember the role of oxygen in cellular respiration um, and how it's important as the final electron acceptor in the electron transport system when generating ATP. So hopefully it'll help calm you down, but also help you remember some of your important content as well. There's a lot of online resources that can help you as you start to study. I really recommend our class videos, but of course, Bozeman videos are excellent as well. There's other bio AP Biology podcasts out there, one with uh, a teacher who sings weird songs. Hopefully that'll get stuck in your head. There are great slides for review, and I'll link all these resources in the description of this podcast as well. There's AP Bio review apps. Again, these are good for practicing outside of class while you're waiting for the bus or you're in a car. And of course, there's AP online reviews that other teachers host um, each weekend until the exam, generally starting in the spring. So once I have the link for those, I will post those as well. And those are good because it's good sometimes to hear concepts explained by teachers who you don't learn from usually. And this hopefully will help you have a better understanding of some of the material. Something I really recommend to all my students are the old FRQs. So please go to the College Board website and make sure you look for the FRQ and their scoring guidelines from any exam after 2012. Remember, the exam was redesigned uh, at, 2000, at the 2012 mark, so anything after that should be up to date and should be scored like the exam that you'll see when you take it. I want to end with some refreshing words from some of my former students about their experiences on the AP Bio exam, as well as some tips. So here we go. One student said, 
the AP bio exam was easier than I expected it to be because I had studied and prepared for it a lot. As far as the exam, you'll get freaked out multiple times by some of the weird things they ask you, but as long as you have some sort of sense of biology through the course, you'll get through it fine. This next student says, if I were to retake the class again, I would probably practice a few more FRQs since just like everything else in life, practice makes perfect. And even if you get something wrong, letting the teacher explain what you did wrong helps you grasp the concept even better for the actual AP test. Good advice, I think. Next student said, the AP biology exam happened to be my very first AP exam ever, and I won't lie, it was very difficult. I actually didn't realize how many multiple choice questions there were until I got to the end of the section, which is a very noob mistake on my half. I panicked a little, and so I only got two of the six write-in responses completed. The FRQs were a whole different story. I was very surprised at how long it took me to finish the very first question. I took almost an hour. So lesson learned, practice FRQs, and they finished with two exclamation points. So do it. The next student said, something I wouldn't do differently is having study sessions with my friends before the big tests. This doesn't just ensure that you are ready for the test, but also combats the fatigue that comes with hours and hours of study. Coffee helps too. I think that's good advice. Next student said, if you pay attention in class, put your best effort for tests and FRQs, you'll have a very calm reaction to the test. I wasn't scared walking into the test room on the exam day because I honestly felt ready. That's great. And the more confident you are on exam day, the more relaxed you'll be. So put in that effort so you do feel calm and confident on the day of the test. Next student says, the AP exam. Honestly, it's not a big deal as you think it is. If you pay attention in class, watch the videos, do the readings, you're going to be incredibly prepared for the exam. And finally, this last student says, remember that no matter what score you get, this test does not make or break you as a person. This will not have a huge impact on your future. It just might get you out of some college courses. It doesn't even affect your grade. So sit back, take a deep breath, and just give it what you got. I promise, Miss Reed will prepare you well for the exam, and you're going to be amazing. So as Miss Reed back then, not Miss Lassiter, but the content still applies. <laughs> All right. I'll end with that and hopefully you'll look forward to more episodes where we'll, we'll review other tips for taking the AP biology exam and we'll go over some really important content you'll need to review for the day of the exam. AP biology is a trademark registered by the college board, which is not affiliated with and does not endorse this podcast. Yeah.